With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome to another edition of the Go Knows Podcast. I am your host, Gregory McCoy. This podcast is by a fan, for fans. I am not a journalist. I am not a reporter. I am not an insider. I do not work for a website. The majority of my content comes from me, in my opinion. Other information comes from the internet. Today is February 10th, 2020. I got about five different segments for this episode. I hope you enjoy it. Let's go ahead and get started. First segment is entitled, Growing Up a Florida State Fan. And this is what I wrote about that. Growing up a Florida State fan, wow, was I spoiled as a fan back in the day. Ten years straight, top five finishes, national championships, All-American players everywhere, major bowl game appearances every year. It was crazy. We owned our rivals. The offense was elite. The defense was elite. Then in the early 2000s, we went down a little bit, got back under Jimbo, and been in a downward spiral ever since Jimbo left. I will always take pride in being a Florida State fan, but when Florida State was in their heyday, you you had to walk around with your chest stuck out um, a little bit more and a little bit more, you know, ease in your walk. It was the golden age for this program. I think it would be impossible to get back to where Florida State once was, but there's no harm in trying. It can't be no worse um, than the last three years or last one and a half years, maybe three years, three years, last three years. Um, you know, I, I don't think what we did in the 90s and the early 2000s, I don't think that's attainable. Uh, Clemson Clemson is currently doing it, but look at the talent that they have to get. Um, if you're telling me that we can compete on that type of level and get that type of talent, then okay, anything's possible. Um, you know, I, like I've said on the last several episodes, I'm very impressed with with what uh, Mike Norvell has accomplished, and. Hopefully, going forward, he can do even better. So, let me know what you think about this segment. And I'm going to move on to the next segment, which is entitled, Why Was There Never a College Football Tech Bumbo? All right. Why was there never a college football Tecmo Bowl? Would this not have been brilliant? Tecmo Bowl was the go-to football video game before Madden took over. Me and my friends would stay up all night playing a season. It was so bad 
we would sleep while the other guy was playing his game. College football, Tecmo Bowl would have been awesome. 120 some odd teams back in the day. The conferences, the colors, the play, it would have been crazy. The theme music on Tecmo Bowl was crazy. I can only imagine the college version. If this game had hit the stores back in the day, kids would have lost their minds. Every kid on my street had Tecmo Bowl. The most fun thing was playing with the Patriots, believe it or not. Um, back, back then, they sucked on the game. So everybody's goal was to play with the worst team and win the Super Bowl. Um, Tecmo Bowl was just one of those games, man, where we just, um, you know, everybody, everybody loved it, man. And, um, you know, it's like madness now. I couldn't even imagine, like, when I was a kid trying to play somebody online on the Internet. That would have been, like, that would have been, like, alien to me. So, let me know what you think about that segment. All right, and the next segment is entitled, um, let's see, No Retreat, No Surrender, Florida State. No Retreat, No Surrender, Florida State. This team plays scared in big games last season, in my opinion. You have to come off the ball and punch people in the mouth repeatedly. Establish dominance. Compete every single snap. We cannot have a debacle of a season again. This ship has to get right in one way or another. These offensive linemen need to get the juggernaut mentality and bowl over defenses. Clemson Clemson and the Florida games, we look like we didn't belong on the field with them. Um that voice in my head keeps asking me, why was Alex Hornibrook on this roster? All he did was stop the growth of James Blackman, if any growth could be gained at all. Um, at the end of the day, no retreat means fight as hard as you can for four quarters as a team. No surrender means don't lay down for anyone especially our rivals and restore the pride back to this program as soon as possible um i've written similar stuff on this particular subject on the last several episodes this team mentally has to get out of its own way um you know you, you have to go out there and compete as hard as you can for four quarters. You know, there's no, um, there's no escaping that. You know, that's, that's just bare minimum. Um, then you need smart and efficient quarterback play from whomever. 
Everybody is assuming that it's going to be James Blackman. Um, we don't know. You know, Tate Rotomaker might get in there and light it up, or Jordan Travis, or Wyatt Rector, or Chubba Purdy when he comes. So we don't know who the starter is going to be. But, you know, it doesn't amount to a hill of beans if you don't have the right combination of offensive linemen out there. So we got to get this thing right, man. If we're going to have any shot in 2020. But strength and, strength and conditioning is the foundation for everything that you do as a program. You know, strength and conditioning is first. Then your your um, culture is second, in my opinion. You know, you, you have to establish we're going to go in the weight room and dominate. And that creates the culture. And then that transfers to the football field. That's generally how football works. If the if when I was playing in high school, if you were not dominating in the weight room, it was a good chance. Unless you just had elite talent, undeniable elite talent, you probably wasn't gonna get on the field. And even then, this particular coach I played for, he just had a, a personal rule. No lifting, no play. And and as I got older, he moved on to another high school. He had a really famous, you know, all-American quarterback and, you know, who had an overbearing dad who, who told him, you know, if your son can't lift weights, he can't play. You know, they came to a compromise, but he was like, I mean, this, this story made the paper. And, uh, you know, that's the mentality that, you know, Mike Norvell has to have. If you're not going to come in here and give 100% in strength and conditioning, I don't need you. Because everybody has to fall in line and, and do what's necessary to get this program back to where it needs to be. All right, so let me know what you think about that segment. All right, and the next segment is entitled Why I Need Football 24-7. All right, and 24-7 except when I'm asleep. Of course, I can't do anything football-related when I'm asleep. Um, so this is what I wrote about that. Why I Need Football 24-7. What else can I do for two or three hours and temporarily forget all my problems? Football is an escape from reality and therapy of sorts because maybe football is modern is a modern day well it is a modern day gladiator type of sport and watching your team win is good for stress. I just love the game whether it's real life or video games. Things just seem better when football season comes around until my team starts losing. <laughs> football is like playing a human version of chess. It's a thinking man's game. Um, it's a team game. NFL Network helps a lot with the football uh, 24-7 thing. Um, YouTube also helps. I can literally, literally pull up any game. I won't and watch it. I don't think about football when I'm asleep, as I previously stated. And thank God for football. 
yeah, so, I mean, it's an escape, man. It's therapy. It's modern-day gladiators. Not as much now because they've, you know, made the game softer. Um, I don't know what this XFL thing is going to do. Um, it's supposed to have started on the 5th of February. So, we're just going to have to see... Um, you know what it is I, I just think if you're trying to start your own football league you know you come in with basically the same rules that the NFL has and just tweak stuff like I've said several other times on this podcast when you come in and try and reinvent the ball and reinvent the game and do all this other stuff people are going to be turned off and you know to to make a league work <clears throat> it's like you know pouring money down the drain you're gonna lose money for several years you know i think i read somewhere that the xfl is projected to lose uh 400 million over the next couple years like you're gonna take a loss you know because people are just the nfl and college football is king. And to compete with them, you got to have money. So, and nobody's been able to do it. I think the USFL was the only organization that really went head-to-head with the NFL. And they still eventually lost. But they were able to get top talent because they were paying big money. And recruits will come to you. I mean, and players will come to your league if you're paying big money so uh let me know what you think about that segment and uh the last segment is entitled lose in the title game or not go at all pick one and i went kind of back and forth on this but here's what i wrote lose in title game or not go at all pick one um if my loss is predetermined, then of course I don't want to go to the title game. There's a certain amount of respect you can give a title game loser. There can only be one champion. There's no second place trophy. If I only get a 1% chance of winning the title, then I'll play it out. These two options is like being between a rock and a hard place. I'm guessing losing in the title game means you were winning at some point so maybe i would uh go in the other direction but it's still no man's land the goal is to win every game you never concede um we have seen title games where we know certain teams had no shot in other other title games where the underdog won so if i have a 1% 1% chance to play and win for the title. A 1% chance to play and win the title. Um, I'm going to let the chips fall where they may. Um, I mean, you got some people like that. I would rather not go to the Super Bowl than lose. Nah, I want that chance to play for the title. You know, I want that chance to play for the title. Every time. I don't care who's on the other side. Um, that's just my mentality. Um, 
that's going to conclude this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, it's available on YouTube. It's available on Google Podcasts, uh, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify Podcasts. Um, if you're listening to this on YouTube, please scroll down to the comments. Click on one of the links. Please rate, review, and subscribe. I would really appreciate it. And as always, go Nose.